The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everybody. This is Vileen Shah, your facilitator for I Love Braille, welcoming you on January the 18th, 2024. This event is sponsored by the East Bay Center for the Blind and supported by the American Council of the Blind. Friends, the third Thursday we celebrate as Pole Star of the Month. And our Pole Star today is Marsha Summer. We will hear from her. Marsha started learning Braille in her late age. She had a good experience about learning and she does have some good tips how to learn Braille. So it will be interesting to learn from Marsha how you can meet challenges that are coming in your way while learning Braille. Before doing that, I would like to request everybody who is here first time who joined Isle of Braille for the first time today, please raise your hand. And then I would ask you to say a few words about yourself before we turn this mic over to Marsha. All right. So let's see. Abraham, do we have any hand raised? We don't. We don't. So nobody's new here. Or anybody new here is feeling so shy. Do not feel shy. I did hear a couple of names when you logged in that they were here first time. So please do not feel shy and tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. No one? No one. No one. All right. All right. So, Masha, are you ready to speak about your background, your experience, and how you started learning Braille? and how you feel about learning and anything else that you would like to tell us about your experience with learning Braille. I realize that I can't have notes and also speak, <laughs> so I'm going to have to remember my notes. <laughs> that's um, fine, that's fine. No big deal, you know? Yeah, well, I... Everybody, yeah, so try I'm your learning, best. I'm learning JAWS, so I, I was able to get back to it on my desktop. Um, I'd never heard the word pole star before, so I've learned a new word. I'd also like to say that, you know, confidence builder, I dressed for stage today. I have black cords on and a gray top with something that looks like snowflakes. <laughs> and um, I was born in Buffalo, New York, and um, to a family that were not professional musicians, but we did a lot of singing, and we had an old grand piano, and it was a life lesson for me because the, what I received from the music in the family, I decided to give that, make that my career and giving that to others. And it's been wonderful. So about uh, my parents got a divorce and oh, that was 43. So I'm 80. So, so um, I came to Florida when my parents got a divorce with my father and um 
after I got married, I went to the eye doctor and he said he had no bedside manner. He says, you have retinitis pigmentosa. And he says, you will probably go blind and maybe even deaf. And that's what he left it at. Nothing, <laughs> nothing more. So my husband took me to Miami to a, an often supposedly famous place there. And they, it was a teaching school. So all they used me as a guinea pig. All the students came through with their bright lights to see the back of my eye. And um, they had something where inject something so that if you sat up, you had a headache. I've forgotten what that was called. But, of course, they couldn't do anything either. I never have seen out of the left eye, but I didn't know it because I had nothing to compare it to. And the right eye has a coloboma, which is an undeveloped iris. So it doesn't close up to the sun. And um, so it was just like sit back and go blind, you know. And But I was able to see to drive until 2009 when I went to the eye doctor and she says, you're not legal to drive. Nothing else. You know, you're just not legal to drive. And I went into a tailspin because I made my living by music. I couldn't drive a car. I couldn't go out and find jobs, et cetera, et cetera. I could still see then, but of course, RP is the kind that um, diminishes and a slow, uh, a slow blindness. I can't think of the word. So we continued on. And I was kind of stuck at home. And I don't know where these things come from, but somehow or other, I heard about ACB. And I had no way to fill my life up because I'm a very social person. And so I went on the ACB and um, just exploring with the book chats and the, the different things that were on there, you know, the daily thing in the morning. And then I saw this one on I Love Braille. No, on the Braille room. And I thought, well, I wonder what Braille is like. And that was two years ago in January. And, of course, Dorlin was there. And so I just went on those and started learning Braille. I did a little bit of Headley, but I, I couldn't handle the way when I tried to make things pause, it would play music. And I can't play music and think Braille so I just sort of quit and learned it on my own from what I learned from the Braille room and um, learned all my letters. And what I would do sometimes is when I went to bed, I'd lay on my belly and then put my fingers up and and write the letters out on the bed, you know, like one and then one, two, B and one, three, four is M so that I would, uh, you know, get, get those um, in my head, but I had no books to read. And I learned about this latent stylus. So I got one of those or more. And um, so in September, not last September, but the September before Ian, the hurricane hit Florida and we had, water in our house up to above my knees and so my daughter wanted to send somebody to rescue me 
My husband would not leave. We had a cat. The carrier was underwater. And um, they sent a military truck, which could not find the driveway. I mean, Jason had to direct them in. So I had I left with two pairs of shorts, a bit of underwear, one pair of shoes that was not underwater, my headlamp, my phone, my cane, and my Slayton stylus. And um, so I was taken to the center of town where there was no water. My brother came after me and took me to his house in the land, but he had bed bugs. <laughs> and so um, there was no gas to get me to Sarasota to my daughter. But my granddaughter had a boyfriend who had an electric car. So they came up and got me and took me to Sarasota. And my my daughter explained to me after a couple days, after, you know, all that stuff happened. And she says, I have a life. And I said, I understand that. And so um, I did have my granddaughter's room. And um, I had no computer. I had nothing but the Slayton stylus and what clothes I had. And so um, I started using the slate and stylus as a journal. So every day I would write the letters and, and make sentences out of them. But I didn't necessarily read them. It, it just was difficult to read. So around Christmas time, the granddaughters came home. I didn't have a room. And my daughter suggested I go see my sister in Buffalo. So... That was quite an experience being on the plane. I like the the attendant says uh, sit over there and points, and I can't see his finger, much less the chair. So I was at my sister's. I got there just in time for the one hundred year blizzard. So it was a more being stuck at home, and I had a room up there. So what did I do? More Slate and Stylus. It was my so I didn't interfere with their lives. So at that time, I decided to learn all the contractions. So I went through all of those, and I made my own kind of a dictionary. I put Braille by me, and I tried to put them in alphabetical order. During that time, I was learning voiceover from Greg from I Bug Buzz, and I kept up with those things. So that helped me to be able to make notes of the Braille so I would have something that I could use. So I learned all the contractions and the, what do you call it, the short form words and stuff like that. Still wasn't reading them. I was just memorizing them, which I thought was good enough, which is a misconception because it isn't in, the memorizing is important, but what's more important is the reading. And so then Bard came out with the uh, free books, and so I started getting those. And then with the I Love Braille on Sunday and Tuesday, I went to a Braille room with Amanda and Peggy Ann and Helen. And it turned out that I was making new friends. And so, thank goodness, we can get together by phone. And I started a snail Braille pal thing with Helen. And so now I was really using the Braille I got uh, little tags from Amazon to put in my clothes and so that I wouldn't put my clothes on inside out and backwards, which, uh, you know, I'd come out all dressed and Jason say, you got that on backwards or you've got it inside out. <laughs> you know, 
which can be funny, but um, if you, you know, I, I like to look at some of these things with humor. We really need to do that um, to keep it light. And so I sewed some of those tags in on the left-hand side where when I put them on, I would know. Now those tags have braille and print, but I, at that point I couldn't read them. So it's been a rude awakening for me to find out about reading Braille. And I found that it's been very difficult. I had someone say to me, you should be farther along. But what I didn't realize and they didn't realize was after those years of playing stride piano, boogie woogies, pounding that piano with classics, um, my fingers' pads have sort of deadened. And um, so now I'm trying to read, you know, pick different fingers that can read the, the Braille dots. And I learned Braille and with Professor Shaw, I'm using more fingers than one. And I'm going through, I'm starting back at the beginning because his, I love his books. that they, they're, they're put together with a lot of thought, a lot of experience. So I'm up to the FGHIJ and moving on. And now when I go into contractions, I'm thinking it's going to be easier since I had memorized them at one point. And I just recently got a brailer and I am enjoying that so much. I can go much, so much faster than the Slayton stylus. And you can put the dots in all at once. Now, if I go out in the car since my husband is deaf, I don't want to talk to him and take his attention away from driving. So I have brailed several things and I keep them in the side pocket of the car. So when we're on a trip or we're going to the grocery store, I pull one of those out and I read in the car. So it gives me a chance to um, use time wisely. So anyway, that, that might cover it. As far as labeling is concerned, the Dymo tape, I can't get the back off, although Jason says he'll take the back off for me. But um, I've also gotten some tag, tags from Amazon that are little squares that peel really easily. So uh, I put some on my chickpeas and on things in the refrigerator. So I, I'll either braille, so I can still see somewhat with the 2020 pen, but I'm straddling. I'm straddling low vision with total blindness. And um, so I learned voiceover work because from uh, Braille Together, I learned about iBug Buzz on Monday nights. And I went to those and went to their eight-week course. And it has been invaluable. So then Liz told me now about JAWS workshop from the New York Public Library. So I'm going through that now. And my tablet broke and Jason said, well, you can't use this anymore. So he got me an iPad. So now I have all the Apple products that I can work with. And so that's a new challenge, another thing to learn. And at 80 years old, it takes, takes an awful lot of, um, well, courage, but what I want to say with this whole thing with blindness, one of the most important aspects that we can have or cultivate is curiosity. And I don't watch TV. I do listen to audiobooks. 
and um, and I love my little family of of learning Braille. We're we're going in to be um, doing Practice Makes Perfect, which is a Braille book, and we're going to do that as a group. And uh, being social, I just absolutely love hearing other people's stories about blindness and how they how they cope with it. So um, I try to take in all I can and learn it. And it can sometimes be overwhelming and sometimes I need to just stop. And uh, I'm kind of doing that now because I had a fall and my neck is kind of stiff and shoulder. So I'm kind of staying away from the media right now, but you can always do Braille in your mind. I can go down the street and I can I can say okay that's S T then one five one five two three four five so at any moment I can do mental braille. I also wanted to say sort of in closing that I have a web page and it's marciasummers.com and I've been in the teachings for now since nineteen seventy five and what he boiled it all down to is keep the mood up and don't make anything important. And I found that to be one of the most valuable statements that I live by. I can always keep the mood up. I can make a contribution to, you know, to compliments or jokes or something happy or whatever. And it doesn't even have to be money. Now, not making anything important is a challenge. And there's, I certainly have had the challenges in not making things important. But I've found that I've always been okay. All right. I think that's enough for now. Oh, great. Thank you so much. So I can tell, Marsha, you have used uh, multiple sources and multiple teachers to learn Braille. And Braille 101, the beginner Braille reading course that the East Bay Center for the Blind offers, uh, you also use that. So that's good for you. Okay, so let's open the floor for people who have questions for you. Please raise your hand for the questions. And we already have a raised hand. Joe is All up right. first. Okay, Joe. Can you hear me? Yes, we yes. can. Good okay, I wasn't sure, but I'm muted. Hey, Marsha. Hey, Jolene. Hey, everybody. Um, I wanted to be the first to say that whoever told you you should be further along is silly that's um that's the nice word for it um you are so inspiring and that you're so late in the game you started and you've not been doing it very long and you're reading and you're you know you're writing and you're like pushed along with all the you know all the trouble you've had to go through and all the issues with you know weather and stuff um i'm just very proud of you. I've worked with you a little bit and I can see you've done a lot of work. So I just wanted to be the first to say that. Thank you. And I want to say that I really enjoyed your event about going from room to room, about hanging pictures and what you can do in the kitchen. I went to every one of those. That That's a that's one you might want to do again. Yeah, I do need to get those started again. But yeah, I think I, you stay pretty busy. I do. I stay too busy. I'm trying to limit what I do and you know maybe that'll be one of the things in that limited but thank you okay we have Jill up next okay Jill Hensman hello Hello, this is Jill oh Jill 
Okay. Yes. Hi, Marsha. Go ahead. Yes. That was a great presentation, <laughs> and thank you for sharing your story and your journey with Braille. And uh, I had met you in the Braille together, and I remember you saying, "I just want to label things," and and. Now it's like, wow, look, your reading contractions. And so uh, you've done amazing. And um, we've been learning together. And I've been enjoying that time in the Braille room with you. And I look forward to reading Practice Makes Perfect. And we always have a good time uh, continuing our Braille journeys together. I remember one thing you said that has stuck with me ever since you said it, which was, wow, with Braille, it's really good for my spelling. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's true. Because um, if you're slate and stylish, you're, 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 you are um, so slow in making the letters. Where am I in this word? Uh -huh. And I found, I found the Lady A is very helpful because <laughs> I'm always asking her, how do I spell such and such? Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Yep. So keep up the good work and I'll see you in the Braille room. Okay. Hey, perfect. So Braille, actually Braille is literacy and you definitely improve your spelling ability and accuracy. And that's where Braille is a must. Okay. Who is next? Um, Carol is next. Okay. Thank you, Marcia. That was so good to hear your story, hear, hear your, your history and your journey. Um, you and I have begun to work together on a kind of regular, irregular basis and just simple reading. And it's been just so helpful to me and, and also has kind of caught me, I've got to do more reading because I'm going to be meeting with Marcia, so I better get going on this. So that's been really helpful to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you for being available to do that. Appreciate it. Thank you, Carolyn. And I hope someday you'll you'll be a pole star so I can hear your story. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We don't have any further raised hands. No more hand raised? No. Okay. All right, Prince. Do not feel shy. And share your comments, share your observations. You don't have to ask questions. Or if you have any questions, feel free to ask, but raise your hands. We have a couple of more. Um, so Jackie right. is our first. They just need, they need a little motivation. Okay. Go ahead. Who is this? Jody. Yes. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Marcia. Hello. Hello. Marsha, your story is absolutely incredible. You just, you just, um, so many barriers that other people would have quit and you just kept going. And, and, and I've always admired that very much in you. And, uh, I, I, I'm a, I, I hope, I, th I think if he was a good friend and an awesome piano player, by the way. And I just, um, loved, loved hearing your story. And gosh, I, I just wish everybody, had that same amount of energy and curiosity and stick to activity and everything that you've got because it's really really awesome. Thank you, Jody. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm glad the TV's off. You know, I don't. That's such a waste of time for me. You know, I've got something really valuable to do. 
Yes. Really great story. You should write a book. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. That would be interesting. Well, you know, with the blindness, that writing works is one of the one of the um, events that I really love. And I did go to that. That's how I met Carol, because she writes a poem every morning. And I got on her list so that she writes lovely poems, fun poems, crazy poems, all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. But um, and I started doing that writing. Um, oh, great. But but it, what's interesting is that I'm realizing that everybody on that call is blind and they're writing their books and they're having to learn to edit them and they're getting published. And I think that's so wonderful. I've always been interested in storytelling and also, you know, the anything that any of these people are interested in in the writing works they're making a contribution and they're being with life with other people it's just so i i haven't been doing that i i stayed on braille because that was enough for me to learn and and now i got the voiceover and the jaws and the ipad to do i do yeah, want to say great. i do want i do want to say that um i downloaded the comedy bible the audio book. Oh, and mm -hmm. I want to just say that, you know, I don't need to be a stand up comic and I don't need to do anything like that. But listening to that book has helped me to look at the daily activities because you write them down. You keep a journal of the funny things that happen. And even with the tragedies, um, you can find humor in them and it helps to keep the mood up. It helps to m not make things important. And like like this in this in this comedy Bible, she said that somebody who kept notes they ended up making a sitcom out of it out of war, and what that sitcom is is Mash. So there's yes, comedy. Yes. There's there's comedy everywhere if we look at it with humor. I, I had one blind friend. And she was here and she was going to the bathroom and she she got she said, Do you want to take me to the bathroom or do you want to see bumper cars? And I'll always remember that, that you know, to make fun and so that you put everybody at ease. I still can't believe that you escaped the flood only to go and get stuck in a, a one hundred year blizzard. I mean <laughs> I know, I know. And whoever told you that you weren't going fast enough is wrong. It's not a race. They're absolutely wrong. Right. It's just it's not a race. It's it's the what is what's the expression? It's the uh, it's the journey, not the destination. Absolutely, and I, I, it's all it only happened once, and it happened from somebody who was blind from birth, so they didn't understand because they didn't realize what a sighted that are becoming unsighted have to go through to get to where they are. Yeah. And learning as a child is completely different. Say again? Oh, learning. Yes. Uh-huh. Exactly. But that's part of the part of the journey is for us to understand each other. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. okay. Um, so yeah. next yeah. up we have Nora. Okay. So before Nora, I just want to add that one of our participants, Dr. Kathy King, runs Writer's Workshop on ACB 
media. I think I may be wrong. I think it's on first and third Fridays. So just in case, Marsha, if you are interested in joining, you know, check with ACB calendar. I believe uh, you are part of that, and yeah, it's one o'clock after you. After I learn Braille. <laughs> oh, is it on Thursday? No, Friday, yeah, I learned Friday. Friday. I learned Friday. Friday. That is correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Friday, yes. After so you I are aware Friday. of that. Mm -hmm. yeah. I am. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So next up, okay. we have Nora. Nora, sorry, uh -huh. keep you waiting. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Enjoying. Yep. And, uh, yep. Enjoying great. And uh, I would wish you a great job and tell the wonderful. Uh, Great job and telling your story, and I'm very proud of you that you made it through, even that you did not give up, that you always kept going, even though you have challenges, but it's great that you kept going. And I'm, I'm very, really inspired, uh, very admired, I really admire you for doing that, and that's great. Nora, mm -hmm. I've heard you on the homophones. That's that's the whole thing about this curiosity. What else is mm -hmm. there out there to to learn about or to you know to embrace or whatever? So you always come through, um, you know, with with the with the homophones. Yeah, and um, right. when the doctor told me you can't drive anymore. I became very depressed, and I remember going to bed at night saying, maybe I can make myself die, you know, tonight. And then I'd wake up, and I'd have to go to the bathroom, and I'd say, damn. <laughs> you know? So, I, you know, I wasn't going to actively do it, but I sure did, if I could have uh, dropped out of sight, because I didn't see how life could ever be interesting or fulfilling or meaningful, and I couldn't have been further from the truth. Yeah, but I'm glad yeah. you did not. I'm glad you did not die, but then you're still here and you make it through. Well, I think a lot of us go through that depression as we, as we've been sighted and knew a certain world. Because I, I do live in a certain, a different world now. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it's it's important here. Here I mentioned important for me to have understanding for the sighted people who don't know what it's like you know yeah. so they they might make mistakes with me like my husband would throw something at me this came in the mail and throw it at me of course I didn't know it was hitting me you know what I mean and they're just little things like that that people do that they just don't don't know so it's up to us to gently educate them as to how they can work with us and yeah. to appreciate them. I always make sure if I have a ride that I am on time and in a good mood because I treasure my sighted drivers. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yep, me too. And, and thank you very much for your wonderful presentation. Thank you, Nora. You're welcome. Um, next up, we have Michael. All right. Is it Michael Moore? Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, Michael. Go ahead. Uh, Actually, yeah. Well, Marcia, wonderful presentation. Uh, merged on in with me today. So, uh, 
Yeah, so, hey, wonderful, and, hey, keep up the good work. So go ahead, Dawn. And I love you. I have I a love, couple. I just wanted to go say ahead. to Michael that I'd love to hear him on the calls. You're all, you're 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 good you're good, Marcia. And then and, uh, and also Dawn, we'd love to hear you on these calls too. So go uh, go ahead, Dawn. You know, I've got a couple things to say. First of all, you know, what daughter or kid tells their parent, I have a life when you went through a freaking hurricane and a flood and you could have barely made it out alive. I don't get that. Maybe it's just because of my own situation, which isn't great, but hey, I don't know. And I can honestly say too, that for me, I've had that same feeling and I've been born, I was born blind. But when I found out, well, not found out, but like when I turned 16, and that was everybody's kind of rite of passage. Ooh, you're getting a license. You're getting your car. That depressed me, too, so you're not alone. And, you know, but I'm also going to say I've had that same feeling of just, I wish I could just drop out of sight, disappear for a while, or, you know, just not, I don't want to say permanently, but you know what I mean. Like, I wish I could just disappear because I had my own set of circumstances recently that kind of triggered that, and I've had kind of those same kind of feelings and thoughts a little bit throughout my life at a couple places. And I do want to say, you know, seeing you coming far along in your Braille process like that says a heck of a lot. You keep relying on Braille because that's what's going to get you through a lot of things in your life. And that's, you know, you've seen it before. You've seen it as an anchor. It, It was your anchor when you were in a flood and it was, and it was your shelter when you were in a blizzard. So you keep hanging on to that and you keep, and you keep rocking that brailer. And if I can help you in any way, say something. If, if we, if we do, if I do get the e-reader, um, you probably can help me with that. I can help you with a brailer too, because believe it or not, Marsha, I actually have a brailer and I've, cut my teeth on using that too so i could still help you with it i still know how to i still know how to use a perkins broiler i absolutely love it it took me a while because i i'm a fast typist and um and and just getting i was trying to put the paper in there like the old underwoods that i learned on oh yeah (laughs) it it won't it won't work (laughs) you know it won't work but i really you know i use it I use it to connect with God, you know, so that's like with the journaling. If I have difficulties, I can go over and and uh, journal with the brailer and nobody knows what I've written. I have this secret code. <laughs> so that's kind mm-hmm. of yes. a fun thing then to think about. You can keep your passwords. You can keep your passwords in it, too. So if you uh-huh. got passwords for your Facebook and your website and your stuff, you could put it in. And if a burglar breaks into your house and they want to take your passwords, well, they can take it all they want. But when they get back and they get to their lairs and they want to start looking and logging into your accounts, they're going to look at this like, what is this? <laughs> it's more think, show to them. I, I think, Non, you just gave a hint to everybody on the call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but I, it's more code, so it's encrypted. I think it. I think it's nice for everybody else on here to realize that they could use it where nobody 
It's it's a secret thing. Nobody can read it. <laughs> true. No, I just true need to that. learn to read it. I just learned to need to braille it and then be able to read it. You know. And you will, sweetie. You'll get there. You'll get there. And don't pay attention to those people who say you should be farther along because we all have our circumstances. We all have our issues. And you know what? This it is what it is. We're going to go, you go at your own pace. Don't set yourself up for other people's paces because you're going, because I don't want to say you're going to automatically set yourself up for failure, but you're going to automatically be crashing and burning and you might end up in a padded cell by the end, by the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go there. And it's, and it's Don, just to say to you, these things that we get challenges Um, It seems like there's nothing on the other side of it, but there is. Um, You know, I I could have never, during the flood, I I just kind of like was numb. And, um, but I just, this whole thing about journaling, which is my connection with, with praying, so to speak, or just communicating with God. And I always find that on the other side, there's, there's wonderful things. I mean, I've, I fell last Thursday and have a big bruise on my back and I went to the chiropractor and, and, um, but it's teaching me that I can't sit at the computer for hours, even though I want to, I can't sit for hours at the computer, at the piano and at the brailler. I have to move around. I have to, you know, make sure my body is being, is working. So I'm doing more treadmill and um, maybe lying on the floor and rolling around to, you know, to 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 honor my body, so to speak, mm-hmm. to say it because it does it does everything for me. And also, my voiceover teacher who comes, she's also a little bit of has some basics of O and M orientation. So she's she went through the house with me and taught me some things so that. I won't fall again in the house. So there's always answers. There's always new adventures and new things to learn and to pass on to our sisters and brothers, so to speak, our other blind friends. Yes. And Marsha is not a quitter. So Marsha will continue to learn. And that's a lesson for everybody. Do not give up. Perfect. Okay. Who is next? Next up is Rick. Thank you. Thank you, Don and Michael, by the way. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Since he can't yeah. get unmuted at the moment, we can move on to Amanda. Yes. Let's do that. Hi. Um, hi, Amanda. Hi. Hi, hi Marsha. Mm-hmm. My, um, my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have three best friends, Amanda, Peggy Ann, and, um, and then Carol. <laughs> I just wanted to say how proud I am of you and you are so inspiring everything you've been through and what you're continuing to learn. Um, Jaws, uh, your iPad, your phone, uh, Braille, riding horses, playing the piano, going to the gym. Um, You really keep yourself busy and uh, I find you so inspiring and it's been a lot of fun getting to know you this past year and all of our laughs. <laughs> um, that's what we goes back with Braille. We do, 
We do giggle a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And it goes great with reading Braille and trying to learn something. And um, it's just been so much fun. You've become a dear friend and uh, above and beyond Braille. You've been there for me. And um, I'm so happy to know you. And you're so inspiring. So thank you. Thank you for sharing with us. And I you know, love you. Love you too. Thank you for your positive comments. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's try Rick. Hi, Rick. Are we there? Yes. Yeah. I like hearing you your voice, Rick, too. I, I love it when you come on. Oh, thank you. Uh, I, uh, my story is very perspiring, too. Anyway, um, I'm not exactly sure how you guide a horse when you can't see where you're going, but uh, more power to you, I guess. Um, I, I'm, I'm not like, sure what well, the difference either is between what? I have a, uh, the horse is led, and I have sidewalkers, but she's teaching me how to communicate with the horse through my legs, my my eyes not okay. looking, but with the reins. And it it's like what the Indians had to, you know, they never had saddles or, or bridles, and they communicate with their horse, and that's what I'm learning, which is absolutely fun. Really? Interesting. Oh. Uh, wait, um, what is the difference between a normal winter in Buffalo and a 100-year blizzard? <laughs> well, everything, everything, everything stopped. I mean, cars were going into ditches, and all the Christmas parties were canceled, and... And, and, you know, cool. I, I loved. I wanted to to feel snow again, so I stuck my nose out the window, and it blew in my face. And I said, "Okay, now I remember. Now I'll go back to the fireplace." <laughs> <laughs> let me guess. That was the second story window. Say again. <laughs> let me guess. That was your second story window. You yeah, that. Uh, you're, you're breaking, Rick. Uh, no, so let me guess. That was your second story window. A sec oh no no it was it there? was on the ground floor yeah I was yeah, but, yeah. but it was wonderful to see okay. snow well I I couldn't see the snow I mean when I looked at it, it was like a whiteout you know <laughs> there was but I didn't know it was there and I experienced it before so yeah I you're kind of guess right you were talking about uh, this person that uh, yeah I know um, my wife was when my wife was working. As a transcription, she had a boss that uh, had broken ankle or something like that. So her husband had to drive her to work. And she said, I know just what you're going through. And she had no clue. That's right. Are we there? Yeah, I think I caught enough of it. Is when somebody would say to me, I know what you're going through. No, they have no idea. Really. No, is that don't. what you're saying? Yeah, this this boss of her broken ankle or something like that. So she couldn't drive for a while. Yeah, maybe uh -huh. six weeks. That's what you're I, going through. I remember one person. No idea. That, that, that when my husband, who's dead now, um, had a wreck. And the nurse was in there, and she looked at me, and she said, I can't imagine what you're going through. And that was so accurate. She didn't, she didn't mm -hmm. pretend to know, and I've always remembered how she said that. Because yeah, it's I true. I respect that. And I, I'm also a stickler for spending uh, and all that, but I, I am not at all ashamed to ask 
ADA how to spell something. I do it all I don't know yet. The A-R-Y and the E-R-Y. No shame in it. No, not at all. I don't remember it. <laughs> I'm 80, so I'll, I'll, I'll stand on my 80 card. <laughs> well, I'm nine years behind you. Right. So. Thanks, Rick. Okay, well, no, we don't have good it. connection, but we made it. Okay. Okay. Um, next next up is Alice. Yes, Alice Muffa. Good morning, and thank Good you morning. so much, Marcia, for a wonderful, very memorable presentation. It's so nice to get to know more about you through your talk this morning. I've so enjoyed hearing you speak, and I think that your musical background comes through in your voice. You have such a, a voice that just exudes joy, and it's ah. such a pleasure to hear you speak. And your upbeat personality is so truly appreciated. We all need more of that here in January, wherever we are. And I I just compliment you so highly on your positive attitude and your being able to share that positivity through your very cheery voice. And I'm wondering, I'm sure you had been a horsewoman throughout your earlier decades. And no, I wasn't. I, I wasn't. I just loved horses and I got oh. an opportunity. Is it therapeutic riding that you're doing? Yes, it, yes, it is. If I wanted to go horseback riding, it'd be over $100 and I couldn't afford that. So my my friend who had the ranch sold it to Easter Seals. So oh. now it's a non-for-profit. Uh -huh. so, um, so it's only cost me $25 now. Because it's, it is therapy writing. That's just a wonderful experience to hear about then also. So I thank you so much, and I wish you much continued good luck with your Braille journey. You're just such an inspiration to so many people. Thank you, Marcia. Thank you, Allison. I got to know you a little bit, too, because I've heard you on the calls. And I just, I just want to say that that's one of the reasons why I just keep the Comedy Bible on my on my track and even if I only listen to it for a half an hour it helps me improve my mood and that's also why I mentioned my website which is marciasummers.com because it has the teachings there and that's where I learned to keep the mood up and not make anything important and I found that keeping the mood up affects a whole room it affects everybody and I find that being that way People want to do things for me. If I, I know that if I acted depressed and like I was a victim, they would all disappear, you know, unless they just had to help me, you know. You are so correct. And why don't you spell out your website for everybody? Because Marsha can be spelled in more than one way. And uh, okay. Could so you okay. spell that out for us, please? It, it's M A R S H A. Summers is S-U-M-M-E-R-S dot -E com. Thank you, oh, and I'll important. be sure to look yeah. that up, Marcia. Thank, Thank you, me. Alice. Yeah, and when you talk about the joy in my voice, my uh, mentor in music said to me that um, by singing, he gave me this phrase when I first, when he was first started teaching me. He said, breathe in the beauty of the universe 
warm it with your personality, and give it back to universe, not taking too much responsibility for it because it's not yours. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of been one of the things that I've done is um, breathe in the beauty of the universe and warming it with my personality oh. and sending that out. And, and, and he said, when you do that, he said, that's life flowing through you. And he says, musicians and singers seem to keep that vitality because they're sending that out all the time. And I do believe that musicians stay young for a very long time. <laughs> the other thing, too, is that good mood I've heard can go out 65 miles. And we certainly need a bunch of people sending out that good mood, you know, because it's influencing everything around you for 65 miles and maybe farther. Well, the statement that you shared with us is so meaningful. And I, I thank you for sharing that with us also. It's certainly food for thought this thank morning. You for, thank, you for, thank you for taking it in. You know, uh, I don't get to share those things, you know, very much. And I'm available by phone. If anybody ever wanted to talk with me, just, you know, they can get it from ACV because I, I love talking with you all and, learn, and meeting you all. And Valine, thank you for bringing Marsha to us this morning. It's been a treat. Oh, thank you. And okay. I'm getting the message that my internet is unstable, so I don't know what will happen. I believe you are all able to hear me so far. Yes, we can. Yes, okay. um, just to let you know, we are six minutes to the hour. Six as well. minutes away, and how many hands up? Four. Four hands up. Oh, yes. wow. Marsha, okay. you're really popular. All right, everybody, please be brief now. All right, we're okay. next. Let's move to Linda. Oh, Linda Pai. Hey, Marsha. Hi. How you doing? Good. Um, I am delighted that you, that was wonderful to, to hear all of your little aphorisms and things like that. That Those are very inspirational. But all of the stuff that you've done with the slate and stylus and all, all the pre-learning you've done with the contractions and everything, that is going to stand you in such good stead later on. The farther you go in your Braille journey, the more you're going to appreciate everything you've already done for yourself on it. It's good job. Thank you. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. Our next hand is Peggy Ann. Oh, okay. Hi, Peggy. Hi. Hey, Marsha, um, good job on your um, presentation, and I've heard part of your journey before, so I learned more, and, you know, you've come a long way and everything, and it's been fun hanging out with you and Amanda in the Braille Room, so, um, yeah, just keep on plugging along. I will. Um, and we seem to have lost hands. Our final hand is Jewel. Okay. Um, I just wanted to tell Marsha that at one point I wanted to disappear. I was going to go off into the woods. I was like, okay, well, I'm blind. I can't even do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, just disappear into the wilderness. Couldn't do that. Um, now I'm learning wilderness skills, so maybe I will. <laughs> I won't disappear, though. Um, Dr. Shaw, I wanted to make an announcement at some point. I'll write, reach out to you before I do it, the way you can approve it. Um, but I'm working on an AI thing, so for blind people. So 
I'll reach out and let you know about it. And I'd love to see if we can find some people who are interested in helping me with it. Because it's also related to Braille. It's like teaching it Braille and stuff. So, yeah. I'll reach out. Okay. Um, we have another hand. Jody. Yes, Yes, you Jody. know, one of the comments one of the comments people make that really really gets to me is when they say, Oh, if I take my glasses off, I can't see anything. And I'm like, Yeah, well, just put your glasses back on. But the, the 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 one comment I wanted to share with everybody that is kind of funny is I um I'm on social security and because uh, 'cause I'm old. And so <laughs> when you know, you get a summary at the end of the year that talks about what your benefits are gonna be for the next year. And on in the letter it says um, you you can take this letter with you uh, as proof of your social security benefits. Well, I got the letter in Braille, and in the Braille letter it says. And you, by the way, that's something everybody might want to take advantage of is if you contact social security, they will send you all of your information in Braille. So I get the letter in Braille, and it says you can take this letter with you as proof of your benefits. And I just smile because I, I can just picture taking it into the bank and passing it to somebody with a complete straight face and say, see, this tells you all of what my benefits are. That's a good one for the comedy Bible. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jody, you can take that letter with you. They don't guarantee that people will yeah. read it. Yeah. They didn't say that, right? Oh, yeah, right in the letter it says take this letter with you. know, they they transcribe they transcribe the print letter into braille and so the print letter says you know you can take this letter with you as proof of your right, benefits yeah, yeah. <laughs> and wait, so it wait, says wait. in braille you can take this letter with them and i just smile because i just picture taking it to the bank or taking it somewhere you know for we housing don't, or this thing we oh, don't get to, here's my benefits <laughs> we don't get a chance to see the 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 person at the bank's face when they look at the braille and look back at you and say what <laughs> it would be fun though okay it would be fun right. to turn about because you know they okay. pass you something in print and you can't read it so maybe it be, maybe it we could maybe we maybe we could do a sitcom yes yes <laughs> wouldn't that it would be the best one <laughs> best one going we'd all have material okay. to give them <laughs> All right, now we have reached the end of the hour. Thank you, Jody, for bringing all humor to this session. End. And do we have any other hand up? No. That's all right, perfect. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining. And special thanks to Marsha for making a wonderful presentation. And I'm proud of you. I'm glad I made a right choice for the pole star. And I would like to continue to make right choices, but I would like to hear from you. If any one of you would like to be a pollster in the coming months, please send me your email at shahshah at East Bay Center for the Blind dot org. Okay, so it just remember shah at East Bay Center for the Blind dot org. Friends, next Thursday. We are going to have a known figure in the blindness world, Jane Corona, talking about puzzles. Yes. And she will not only give you puzzles, but she will also teach you how to solve puzzles and other things. So she will talk about puzzles and then she will also give you puzzles. So let's not be puzzled about the puzzle. 
that Jail Corona will bring us and don't miss next Thursday. With that, I wish you all a good week ahead and good weekend. Take care of yourself and I'll see you next Thursday. Take care. Bye now. And thanks again, Marsha. Thank Bye, you. Everyone.